ACOE approves a large-scale subdivision plan. West Orange Habitat for Humanity throwing a big event this weekend. My comments about why West Orange is great. And in the final page, a tribute to the late Pastor Anthony Hodge. The date is October 27th, 2022. We're going to go through these stories and more. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comment. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange. This is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the Go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the go. The Ocoee City Commission just approved a large-scale preliminary subdivision plan off of West Road. We have reported on the progress of this project before, and it sits about five acres and had a high-density residential land use that allows 8 to 16 units to be developed per acre of land. That's a total of 81 dwelling units. However, as requested in the rezoning, the proposed land use will limit development to a 48-lot townhome subdivision under a density of 9.4 units per acre. Now, that is a very large reduction in units and density. I mean, getting close to a 50% reduction there, close to it. All right. Now, a lot is happening in West Orange uh, in the coming weeks. It is the time of year for fundraising, and the West Orange Habitat for Humanity has their Rock the House this weekend. Uh, you know, Habitat for Humanity, it's a great honor that I am heavily involved with that organization here in West Orange, uh, bringing folks in our community a hand up on housing. Certainly not a hand out. These homeowners, they work hard to earn and pay for their home, but the Habitat for Humanity helps to make it possible for these folks. Now, I am not entirely sure if there are tickets left for this Saturday, uh, but you can go to the website and check it out. You can also participate in the silent auction to get some great items in a fun way while helping this wonderful cause. You can do that even if you are not attending the event. So there's a way to get involved very easily from your home. Just visit event.gives slash rockthehouse. Visit event.gives slash rock the house. Okay, another wonderful event that is coming up is the Dream Big Fundraiser. Now, Annabelle Sykes writes about it in this week's paper. It is in support of the Dream Center in Winter Garden. Now, I will be there. I am very honored to have been invited. Uh, and next week, I will dive in some details regarding this event and the Dream Center. So please be sure to check in next week and also be sure to read Annabelle's piece this week. All right. Now, as we get ready for a rather large final page today, remember that I just do some highlights from our hyper-local news uh, from the West Orange Times and Observer. That is that, you know, I comb through. I'll read some headlines, maybe give some details from the pieces and then give some comments along the way. This is news and comments. 
But um, you should be reading all of the great stories from the West Orange Times and Observer every week. We got a hometown paper here for the west side of Orange County, and you can put that paper in your hands. It's totally free, and you could read it. But you can also go online where there's additional articles at orangeobserver.com or on the Facebook page. You could see all the same articles that are in the paper as well as some bonus articles. For example, my buddy, Jake McKenna, uh, of Jake of All Trades, you might know him by that name, well, he is also the leader of Jake's Small Business Alliance, and I encourage you to check out a full piece that Annabelle Sykes did this week at orangeobserver.com. Now, this guy, uh, Jake, he's a real good guy, a really good guy. He cares about integrity. He cares about our community. He wants our businesses to align together with integrity at the forefront of all of our doings. So, you know, you could check out that group on Facebook. Just search in the search engine box there on the Facebook, Jake's Small Business Alliance, and check out that piece. All right. So right now, I want to tell you, I am not in my usual Winter Garden studio. I am doing this podcast in a hidden bunker in a cabin at an undisclosed location in the Blue Ridge Mountains, Georgia. That's right, a rare time that I am not within the limits of West Orange County. Uh, A little family vacation with my wife's side of the family. You know, I just love it up here. I'm just, I'm looking out the window right now, actually, and it's just beautiful. The leaves, they're turning, they're falling. It's just really gorgeous. One particular thing I like about it is it's tranquil. You know, things seem to, in these mountains, they seem to move a lot slower. And we don't do that enough anymore as a people. We don't slow down. We never seem to unplug and think. We never seem to stop and pause just to even be grateful for all the luxuries we have in this world. We live in an amazing time, but sometimes those wonderful luxuries that we have, well, sometimes they get the best of us. You know, it's like the phones. You can't put it down. Uh, But I, I also do have to say that although I love the tranquility and the unplugging atmosphere, you know, it's, you can't get any service barely here. Um, I'm also very grateful for all the amenities and conveniences that bigger city life provides. I do enjoy that. I, I enjoy not having to drive an hour down a mountain just to go to Walmart. I do enjoy uh, just having to drive a couple minutes to get to the closest store of convenience. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for that. But that's kind of why I, I love West Orange, because I feel that it's such a beautiful balance between the benefit of our, our luxuries, the benefit that, you know, a capitalistic society provides to, to everyday average people. And, you know, and then you juxtapose that to the balance of still having a close-knit family feel of a small town. You know, in West Orange, we know each other. Um, That's not like Miami or New York where, 
you don't really know people when you go out, so nobody's really holding you accountable not to be a jerk, you know, cutting people off and being rude at the grocery store. You know, in West Orange, in our communities, often you'll see somebody you know, um, so it helps to hold us accountable to be better to each other. But at the same time, benefiting from a big city type of luxuries. So it's a real close balance. And that's why I really believe we need to focus on keeping West Orange what it is. Let's temper our growth efforts with preservation efforts. I am an unashamed, unabashed, property rights lover, free market man. But I am also a preservationist. We can do it all. And West Orange has historically been a very good example of that. So let's be advocates for that. I know I intend to be. All right, so hello from the Blue Ridge Mountains in Georgia, where it is beautiful right now. All right, we are going to get into the final page here. Now, last week I told you about Amy Questenberry, Amy of the West Orange Times and Observer. I told you about her mother's passing. Uh, This week, though, she has a small column about her mother, and it is really beautiful. It's short, uh, but very profound and beautiful. I would love for you to take a look, Um, and I'd like to just read the opening of it for you, just a couple sentences. How do you write an obituary for your mother? How do you decide what the most important pieces of 91 years of life are For the final words people will read about her. How do you create a legacy in just a few hundred words? And if you read the piece, I think that you'll find she does an excellent job. Last week I told you I was going to dive into Pastor Hodge's life more heavily today. And so I intend to do so. The front page of this week's paper has a powerful image of Pastor Hodge and powerful words. The piece is written by Amy Questenberry. Pastor Anthony Leon Hodge always believed actions speak louder than words. And while he had a gift for speaking love and God's word into the people who needed it most, He also had the courage to put those words into action. Pastor Hodge, a Winter Garden native who created successful outreach programs in his beloved East Side community, died on Monday, October 17, 2022, of lung cancer. He was 62 years old. His wife, Cherie, said, quote, He fought till the end. He really did. He loved his community and loved his family and loved the lives he touched. He was fighting for us all. Hodge was born and raised in East Winter Garden. He never hid the fact that he was a former drug user and dealer. In fact, he embraced his past as a way of healing himself and working to change lives in his hometown. In 2000, Hodge was serving time in prison and facing 70 years behind bars. But his life was changed forever when he gave his life to Jesus Christ. 
And he found himself seeing his sentence reduced to just a few years. It became his mission to return to East Winter Garden and help others like himself. He created a street ministry in 2004 called Finding the Lost Sheep. His wife said that his motivation was a love for people. Quote, because God set him free and delivered him out of bondage, Anthony wanted to see the light that God showed him. He just wanted that love to overshadow and overtake people's heart and set them free. You saw that in the way he lived his life. He was so adamant about talking about how God delivered him. She said that he was passionate about street outreach and was pleased when he could reach someone who was lost. She said that he loved reaching people that didn't know God and becoming a pastor to those that did but were struggling with their life. This was his ministry, finding the lost sheep. Cherie met Anthony Hodge in 2011 when a pastoral colleague introduced the two. Hodge invited her to sing at a holiday outreach event he was holding in East Winter Garden. She had been planning a ministry trip to the Caribbean, but changed her mind and sang at the program. And she fell in love with Hodge in his hometown. They were married in 2012, and together, the couple made an impact on the people who live in the community in which Hodge grew up. In addition to finding the lost sheep, Hodge was gifted with an old church building on Klondike Street in Winter Garden, and he turned it into a welcoming space for children and families named Restore Hope for Youth. Now, the youth called it the Impact Center, and that name stuck. Through the Lost Sheep Ministry, the Hodges started a church in 2017 in Ocoee, Restored Life Church Worship Center. Hodge also provided a jail ministry at the Orange County Corrections Department in Orlando to continue meeting the physical, emotional, and spiritual needs of the lost. His wife said, quote, It was a strong testimony of the love of God and faith and hope. He's made a tremendous effect on so many lives. In March of this year, Hodge felt the urge to honor the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. and his participation in the 1965 historic 54-mile Civil Rights March from Selma, Alabama, to the state capital of Montgomery. Hodge embarked on a personal journey to take the path along the same U.S. Route 80 in a one-man walk he called Remembering Bloody Sunday, and so we walk. When he reached the capital, Hodge recited, Our God is Marching On, one of the many King speeches that he memorized. He planned to make the Selma to Montgomery pilgrimage an annual event and was hoping to take people with him to experience the journey. He is survived by his wife and young child daughter, Miracle, as well as several of his siblings. He was born in 1961 and graduated from West Orange High School. He earned his associate's degree in arts in 2005 from the Institute of Theology and Ministry Training, and he was pursuing his bachelor's degree in theology 
at International Seminary of Plymouth at the time of his death. You know, I did not know Pastor Hodge very well, but I knew him. I knew the work he was doing, that he had been doing for years. I had spoken to him on several occasions. Being around him, he was a powerful and impressive man, really a towering presence, someone that you knew was important and were somewhat irresistibly inspired by. There was something happening around him. He led an incredible life. He would tell us about how he was lost yet found, broken, condemned to an effective life in prison. But he found Christ Jesus, and his world changed. I believe that God had a plan for him. I believe he executed that plan. God allowed the chains to be broken in his life in order for him to help more people, to redirect their lives, to turn their eyes upon Jesus. Finding the lost sheep. That's what he named his organization, his ministry. Finding the lost sheep. Just as he powerfully knew the great MLK speeches and words committed them to memory. It was incredible to see him do that, to watch him recite those by memory. And the powerful words of equality that he promulgated. But in addition to that, he also knew his Bible. The parable of the lost sheep is what he was referencing in naming his mission. The lost sheep where Jesus told us of a parable to help us understand. The shepherd would go off and leave 99 of his good sheep just to find the one, the one that wandered off, the one that went astray. And once that lost sheep was found, the shepherd would rejoice. He was able to save one of his flock. You see, I believe that Pastor Hodge was the lost sheep. He was found. And although I believe that the free will of nature took him too early from this earth, today God rejoices and is exceedingly glad to embrace his wonderful child who has come home. 
And because of the Lord Jesus Christ using Pastor Hodge as a vessel, a vessel through the Holy Spirit, many in this community, many in this community have also been found and saved for eternity. Thanks to Pastor Anthony Leon Hodge. God's good and faithful servant. <laughs>